Everything sound okay? Um... Welcome back, Rip City. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast. Locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, stump town, PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me is my co-host, Gary Hassan. What is going on, Rip City? I still don't have a nickname, so I guess I'll go by Karina. I mean, my friends call me GH or G, or they just say they hate me. just call you G. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I hate you, Gary. I hate you, G. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. They hate me. No, I mean, no. Let's, let's, let's take the hate out of here, man. We don't need any, yeah. any hate on this podcast. <laughs> we do need to get you a nickname, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I did have one listener submission, but it's not safe to say on this podcast. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty much what, what my friend said, too. So it might have been the same person. <laughs> we got to get you something good. I, I think I'm going to do a campaign. I'm going to do a social media campaign and, and just see see what we get. Yeah. We'll just pick the best one. Best one, I don't know. Maybe we'll throw in some tickets or something. I like it. Something. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a shot glass. That's good, too. <laughs> that, that is. That is good. <laughs> All right, Gary, uh, we got some Blazer news to talk about a little bit, but also this is this is like a hypothetical show. We're going to talk about some hypotheticals here, but first, before we get into that, did you catch Gilbert Arenas saying some crazy stuff about Giannis? Dude, that was one of the wildest things I think that I've heard in a long time. <laughs> that was... That was just as wild as that 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 woman saying that Dame was not an all star. I'm like, dude, I'm like, what is it with these crazy takes? <laughs> <laughs> that was uh pretty crazy. But I'm just like, dude, like, is he just saying this just to get like you know social media going crazy and stuff like that? I'm like, if he was, he did a good job because everybody's pretty pissed off about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those of you who have not been privy to this Gilbert Arenas came out and said Giannis doesn't understand basketball yet and furthermore he doubled down and said nor does he know how to be great or train his body it's crazy are you kidding me like he's he's seen the Greek freak right like he has he he has beholden the Greek freak's body. <laughs> right? he was, like that the, dude knows how to train his body. Right, like when, when when Giannis first came in the league, like the dude was built like Sean Bradley. Like the dude was built like the dude was built like, you know, Chet. You know what I'm saying? Like right. he he might have been seven feet, seventy three pounds. What well, well dude, when when he was drafted, he was only like six eight, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then and then out of nowhere, he grows to like seven feet tall. Yeah, yet yeah. at the same time, like he's still putting on muscle mass too. So how are you gonna come out and say that this guy doesn't know how to train his body when he is one of the top tier athletes, if not the top tier athlete in today's game? See, I don't know. I I almost I almost crashed my truck when I heard that because I was listening to it. <laughs> And, and, and like the the thing about it too is like he was talking to Phil Handy, you mm-hmm. know. And Phil Phil Handy's like you know 
was like a uh, you know like a coach with the Lakers and like he'll he'll go out and work with like LeBron and work with these big time players and stuff like that mm-hmm. and when he said that Phil Handy didn't really like deny it like he didn't say you know you're wrong he didn't check him he didn't do anything but um, you know the the first time I heard it like I was pretty uh, shocked mm-hmm. but then I thought about it and I'm just like like I I I I partially get what he's saying, but I just think that he didn't he didn't really say it like in the correct manner, right? He he just didn't say it right. Yeah, okay. but still, it's still crazy and he he came back, you know, and he he doubled down on it, you know, like on a show today, you when know, he, came out when he was downplaying his finals run. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I mean to say that Giannis doesn't understand the the game of basketball is he doesn't understand basketball, he doesn't understand, you know, spacing and, you know, getting his body right. That's 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 insane, you know, cuz there's a plethora, you know, of guys that are 6-11 or 7 feet or 7-1 that can't dribble the ball or or you know if they can, they're they're one dimensional. They're, they're going to be right. out there setting picks. They're going to be out there shooting threes or just, you know, rebounding. But it's like this dude can do. Yeah, this dude can do so many different things like on the core. Right. You like know? he can literally he can literally do everything but be a distributor in my eyes. Yeah. Be a distributor. Like he's not he's not necessarily a point forward yeah. that you see a lot of these days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and his three point game needs work. But beyond that. Yeah. This guy is top tier in every other aspect. Yeah. Like every aspect, dude. He's a, a six-time All-Star, five-time All-Defensive you know, team, two-time MVP, uh, the 75th anniversary team, 2021 champ, uh, 2016 most improved, 2020 most uh, defensive player of the year, and 2020 finals MVP. And he played like a dog in the NBA finals. <laughs> He did, man. Man. Like how are you how are you gonna downplay the Greek freak's greatness? Yeah. I I don't get it, man. Like it's gotta be because he's looking for some more clout or something. Like he's trying to push his own show, trying to get more listeners. Maybe we should start saying that. Some outlandish right. stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean what no, what kind of stuff could we say? Like uh could we say we could say LeBron is better than Michael Jordan. <laughs> Dude, but yeah, it's like, I mean, some people, you know, just, just say like certain things, you know, for clout. But I think in this instance, that's why context matters. Because it's like, you know, yes. somebody could say something, but then you have to look at who's saying that. The right. person that said that literally had a old Wild Wild West, like, you know, Standoff in the locker room with another teammate. Right, right. No kidding. <laughs> like you're gonna you're gonna come out and talk about Giannis not being able to to train his body or like he doesn't understand basketball or you know attacking him left and right. But bro, didn't you bring a gun into the locker into an NBA locker room? Right. Like, there's a lot of things that you don't understand either, homeboy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, don't point a gun at your teammate? I don't know. <laughs> you know, you know what's crazy is uh, I'm, I'm trying to find it right now because I, I, 
I should have bookmarked it. I knew I should have done that when I saw it earlier, but I saw something somewhere else uh, today that somebody was saying that Michael Jordan would not be able to score as easily in today's stop. NBA. Stop it. Okay, I'm not. I'll stop. I'm not gonna let I'm not I'm not even gonna let you sit here and talk about such crazy shenanigans. So what I recall was that he was saying it's not so much that he couldn't blow by like Pat Beverly or something, but it's the fact that you would still have someone like and he, and he used a Lopez brother, man. He said, Brooke Lopez, <laughs> laying, laying the wood in the paint. <laughs> I was like, okay, this has got to be a joke, right? It like, has there's, to be. There's no way. Like, you're telling me that Brooke Lopez is better than everyone that Michael had to go up against? That's, in, that's almost as bad as what Gilbert said. So... Does Brooke Lopez even go to the paint at all? Like, doesn't he just shoot? Like, he's just a shooter, right? A shooter but I mean, and like rebounder, the, right? Right, but I mean, the the thing about it is, like, like in the early days, Jordan was going against, you know, Magic's Lakers. Jordan was going against Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambeer and Rodman and Rick Mahorn and all these right. guys. Like, those guys, their goal was to lay the wood on MJ. Right. They're trying to knock him out of the air. So, and you can't say that, and you can't do that in today's NBA because you'll get right, ejected, right? And the the rules are so much different. I think so. I think you know when when people are talking about best players and stuff like that or whatever, like it's tough because the rules have been changed, you know, through decade to decade to decade. And I think mm-hmm. like it makes it tough. But I mean to say that Jordan couldn't score in today's Jordan might even score more now. No kidding, man. Exactly. I mean if. if if he could just go to the lane and get fouled and, you know, throw up, throw up some wild, crazy shot, you know, while, while you know, drawing, drawing like a foul or something like that, he might score 40 a game. No kidding, man. No kidding. And it's just saying stuff like that, just like on one hand, it gets me riled up yeah. because it, it seems like it's coming from someone who doesn't know basketball or wasn't around to see you know the the era that Michael played in but yeah. this came from an NBA player who said that i think i think i remember seeing that too but i i don't know i know see i'm sitting here while we're talking trying to to find it but i knew i should have bookmarked it but if one of you listeners out there one of our twitter followers especially if you if you saw the post as well tag us in it because please do, I, I yes. want to revisit this because it is the craziest thing I saw today like it uh, it might be one of those things to where like for me for us for me at least Jordan's the best of all time right yeah for my for my younger siblings or you know for my son he thinks LeBron or or maybe Kobe mm-hmm. for people that are older than us they're gonna say Bill Russell yeah. They're going to say, you know, maybe Will distill it or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe it's just you are. So, again, you know, it's all about the context. You know, it's all about how old are you, you know, what kind of fan are you and stuff like that. Because for me, I would say, too, did you see the guys that Wilt Chamberlain was playing against? <laughs> like, he was playing against maybe me's and you's out there. But, you know, to somebody older, you know, they'd be like, look, you know, 
this person, you know, is a six-time all-star or, you know. But uh, also, the, like, I don't think you can take away from the fact that Wilt was a ridiculous athlete. Like, he was probably, guaranteed he could dominate in today's game still. Oh, for sure. But he he said something about, like, he had, like, a 40-plus-inch vertical. Like, he's, he's benching 500 pounds. Like, he yeah. was, like, an all-star volleyball. That dude was amazing. Like, he was outrunning point guards. Right. Right. But I'm just saying. At just, seven you know, feet tall. Right. But I'm just saying, you know, it's just tough because I didn't really watch a lot of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of it, too, is, you know, they, they didn't they didn't have like enough audio and video and stuff like that of that but mm-hmm. man for me i i i grew up on you know jordan you know i grew up on drexler man i grew up on sean kemp and that's why i'm excited again you know to to talk to eric about the discussion we had offline after <laughs> about so about dirk and his athleticism and stuff like that you know you know i have to say i'm i'm upset that eric is not here but uh, I, I had a lot of comments about that actually, uh, so much so that that one listener wanted to to go to fisticuffs over it with Eric, not not us. Okay, that's good. <laughs> that's a good listener then. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that must have been a good show, <laughs> a decent show. <laughs> but yeah, that's I I don't know what it is about recent news or, or recent shows podcasts whatever you want to you want to listen to or, or watch but everybody is saying some dumb stuff out there and yeah. it's it's starting become to become like endemic man it's yeah. crazy yeah it's crazy stuff but enough of that let's talk about blazers let's talk about blazers real quick let's do it so the blazers have waived Didi Luzada uh, I imagine it's to get under well it was said so that they would get under the the, the tax threshold, um, but beyond that, this is where we get into the hypotheticals, and I hope you're ready for this, Gary. I am. I hope you're ready to talk a lot. <laughs> First thing I want to ask you is, with the new backcourt of Anthony Simons and Dame Lillard. Do you believe that it's going to be better than CJ and Dame was? Because that was a pretty prolific backcourt. Dude, I mean, it's tough, right? I don't know. Like, it's almost like a a coworker, I guess, you know, for us. For us. I mean, I mean it's exactly that. what it is yeah. with Dame. <laughs> but, I mean, but, I mean, for us, you know, like, if, if you know, you're like a... Uh, working like in an office or you're like a truck driver or something like yeah. that you know like if your 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 partner quits that you've been working with you know for six years or seven years or ten years or whatever gets i'm gonna it, i'm gonna clarify you there gets laid off yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right you know and and then somebody new comes in things are just gonna be different right. they're gonna do things that you know you're you're not exactly used to um you know and i think it's going to be the the same thing like in the basketball court you know uh you know dame and cj they've been playing together for a long time so they know essentially everything about each other like on the basketball court mm-hmm. like you know what what dame's going to do when he dribbles right you know what cj is going to do you know when, when he drives or whatever so i mean granted you know 
Dame and Simons have been playing together, you know, for some time. But dude, it's gonna take some getting used to, you know, when you're playing those clutch minutes, you know, when when the game's close or something like that. You know? Well, yeah. <laughs> Initially, it's gonna it's gonna take some time to develop that synergy. But at the same time, though, like we're thinking long term here. Yeah. CJ and Dame were amazing, right? Yeah. They were incredible. Yeah. They were at some points. I would say they were almost interchangeable, yeah. right? They were their their games were so similar. Now, Anthony Simons brings a little, a little different flavor to it, right? Mm-hmm. Than CJ did. He's a little more athletic. He can he can drive to, to the hoop a little more, a little easier, and he's got, he's got a jumper. It may not be as good as CJ, but CJ had handles for days. Oh, right? for sure. CJ can distribute the ball. We don't know if Anthony can yet, but Anthony is so young. It's it's hard to say, right? Like I don't mm-hmm. I'm asking you because I really don't know, man. I don't know yeah. if it's going to be better than CJ and Dame because I don't think we've seen much better than CJ and Dame besides maybe Terry and Clyde. Yeah, yeah, and it's tough too cuz I mean for a for a long period of time, I mean, CJ and Dame, you know, were probably like a top five-ish backcourt, like in the NBA for a long time. For you know, for 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 like a long time, and I think the the thing that could really separate separate you know Dame and CJ opposed to Simons and Dame could be, dude, if if Simons comes out and starts, you know really locking people down like on the the defensive end man that could help out yes, a lot that could really help out a lot that's the big thing if if Simons can develop his defensive game yeah. i mean he is he is close okay i don't want to say he's close to what cj is cuz he's not but yeah. i can see him developing into a cj type player but if he can also add that defensive element 100% it's going to be a better backcourt, even if he's not filling it up like CJ does. The yeah, fact that yeah. he could lock down a defender, that makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I mean, we'll see. Um, time, will, time will definitely tell. I mean, for me, I, mean, I'm, I am very excited to see these two young boys get in there and, and battle it out. Yeah. And are you, we'll see. Are you more excited to see... Dame and Simons do their thing than you would have been, say, Dame and, and CJ coming back, running it back this season? I mean, I'm more excited for that, I think, because I don't really... So when, when Simon si- signed that new contract, man, man, mm-hmm. I've seen so many comments of, <laughs> who? Yeah. Or, or like, they way overpaid, you know, for this guy. And then, um... They were comparing him a lot to uh, Brunson, the, yeah. the dude that signed, you know, with the Knicks and stuff like that. So I mean, for me, I'm just excited for the pettiness factor. Oh yeah, I'm, I am. I am definitely petty, and plus I love my my team too. So it's like I want to see Simons come out and show people, yo, like I'm not just a dunk champion. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm not just like a one trick pony. Like I'm gonna go out here, and I'm gonna dog some guys on defense. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna you know shoot some threes. I'm gonna create you know for my teammates and stuff like that. I'm just. Uh, I'm just excited for this season, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. So am I, and I, I'm with you, man. I, I am excited. I would be more excited for this season with Simons and Dame than Dame and CJ, just for the simple fact that it's something different. 
Yes. We've been screaming as a fan base. We have been screaming for something different for years now. And yeah. it's it's finally come to fruition. And this season, we're going to see it all culminate together. And I, I hope it's going to be amazing. With that being said, let's talk about these Blazer rookies here. So okay. let's, uh, let's talk about Sharp and Walker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sent me in apologies because we're kind of biting a little bit off another show, but this show that you sent me, uh, they wanted to know the percentage, like what percentage do you give so-and-so rookie to become an all-star someday? Right. And I want to know, do the blazer rookies have a shot to become an all-star? Do you see any one of these two guys becoming an all-star someday? So sharp, I really do. With sharp, and, really? Oh, definitely, man. I I am I am big on sharp, honestly. Really? And, when, um, when's what's the last game you saw him play, though? I mean, so it's tough too. <laughs> so it's it's it, it is tough because it's like you know we haven't seen much from him. You know, so obviously, like in the summer league, I mean, he played six, six minutes. minutes or something. Like, <laughs> he played six minutes more than me and you, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but but, dude, I mean. Dame was so big on him. Yeah. You know, some of these scouts and stuff like that, you know, were were big on him too. And I just think that, uh, you know, if we're talking about like all stars and stuff, like you have to look at this guy, like what he's he's done before, you know, whether it be a, a little at college or high school or whatever. And you have to be able to look at his game and, you know, just think like with a little tutelage. Mm-hmm. You know, behind Damien and behind Simons and stuff like that, like that guy could take it and and, and maybe a little experience playing against NBA caliber talent, right? And it's like, yeah. man, he he has such a good tutor, and like Dame is real big on this guy, and mm-hmm. you can see it, like you can follow exactly what Simons did too. Yeah, and, you know, you know, you could even do that with a uh, Sharp, and I mean, for me, Sharp, man, he is he's so athletic and his his jump shot looks pure he he just has to be able to stay on the court but i wanted portland to draft him and i'm so excited we drafted him um but so we'll see man so i mean for him for him to make an all-star game i'd say 70 to 75 percent really wow that's high man (laughs) you are high on him Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. You make a, a valid point that he's got yeah. probably the best tutor that he could ask for in Dame Lillard, right? Yeah. Um, just as far as even just like a mentality aspect, um, it's hard for me to give him like a high percentage because I haven't seen him play, man. I've seen him play yeah. six minutes. Yeah. Six yeah. minutes, and I cannot make like any kind of valid evaluation off of six minutes but so i i got i mean you never know i'll give him 10 percent. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but what what about jabari what about jabari walker man he's got the pedigree yeah i mean it's it's nice you know that his his dad you know was like a long time nba veteran um you know played with some really good teams and stuff like that um um i don't know like i'm not so i'm not i'd give him about a, a five Ten percent really? on the All Star, <laughs> but I mean, dude, if if he could come in, you know, and fill like a, a void, you know, and come in and mm-hmm. play some minutes and stuff like that, and be a good role player, I, I would love that. Like, I'm definitely not as high on him like as I am 
my boy Sharp, you know. <laughs> well, okay. I like what you said there. Here's the reason why I'm going to give Jabari slightly a slightly higher percentage is because you said it. He's he's going to have the ability to fill a void, right? Yeah, so he's going to yeah. get a shot much sooner than Sharp will because mm-hmm. there's there's a deficiency in that position with the Blazers. So with yeah. him getting a little more time, I would assume than sharp in the beginning i think his game will come to him a little quicker uh mm-hmm. he looked great in summer league and i know i know so what it's summer league yeah. but yeah. he looked good he was aggressive he, he has a high motor like he's he's big he's strong he he can shoot um his passing was pretty on point to me yeah yeah uh so i i'm gonna have to give him like a 15 20 maybe even 25 percent chance so who would you say right now will have a better season between those two yeah walker for the simple fact that i think he's gonna get more playing time okay okay we'll see barring any injuries man i i see walker being able to maybe crack that like nine ten man rotation whereas i I think Sharp may be on the bench for a little longer. We'll see, man. So, I mean, it's it's just nice, you know, because it's like these guys don't have to come in and, and play now, you know. Like, they can kind mm-hmm. of sit and, uh, you know, get some reps and practice and stuff like that and learn the playbook and learn, you know, just like the, the NBA culture, you know, because yeah. obviously it's a different culture from high school to college to the pros and stuff. And I think mm-hmm. that we're, we're lucky to have, you know, some of these guys that are ahead of them that want to help them out. Right. You know, that that want to see them succeed and stuff like that, you know, and it's like like we, you know, as fans, I mean, man, I am super happy to have uh, Walker here. He was amazing, you know, like in the summer league. And for me, you know, like I'm super ha- happy to have Sharp, too. You know, and I think that so, again, like like the Blazers drafted Simons and, you know, Dame took him under his, you know, wing was like, yo, like. We're gonna make you a good player, you know. We're gonna show people that you're a dog, and that's exactly what they're doing. So I, I, I just see, you know, those guys, you know, uh, along with Hart and stuff like that, taking Sharp under their wing. And I think, man, in in three or four years, we're gonna be happy we drafted Sharp. I mean, that's one thing Sharp's got going for him is the tutelage, right? Because yeah. there's a bunch of guys that have plenty of experience that yeah. can teach him a lot of things. Whereas Walker, Walker may not have that. Yeah. Now, besides the rookies, let's talk about some other young guys, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What what percentage do you give them at being a superstar? So there's Simons, Keon Johnson, Greg Brown the third, Trendon Watford, yeah, Nasir Little, yeah, yeah. So I mean, based on that that list, like I'd probably give Simons and Little the highest chance, you know, of becoming a superstar and. And superstars, obviously, you know, widely spread out. I mean, some people think that Dame's not even a superstar, right? <laughs> Shout out Taylor Rooks. Right. <laughs> Gilbert Arenas would, would would probably say that that Giannis is mid. He'd be like, eh, he he might have been able to play with me in the Wizards. I mean, he might have. If he could have figured out how to train his body. Yeah. <laughs> If he could have passed me a shotgun, you know, like in the locker room, <laughs> right. he he might have been able to I wonder, get some minutes over Brendan Hayward. I, <laughs> I wonder if Gilbert Arenas would have liked to play with Andre Krilenko, oh, AK-47, baby. <laughs> right. 
They would have been the deadliest teammates. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, the world will, will never know. <laughs> you know, thankfully. Yeah. But no, I mean, for me, like, I give I give Simon's like a pretty high chance, you know, becoming a a, a star or you know, like a superstar. Because I mean, man, you you've already seen you know the 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 way that his his game has changed. Mm-hmm. And and for me, like, I I really can't think of like I don't know, maybe. Zach Levine, I guess, but to me, Simons is probably one of the best dudes that's won the dunk contest. That is actually a good basketball player. Yeah, that I I've seen like in a long time. I mean, before him, you know, it was Zach Levine, I guess, or something like that, or maybe be Aaron Gordon or something. But Simons can actually hoop. Like he can shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I read somewhere that like he wants to go like 50, 40, 90 from the field. And oh, I would love that. I would absolutely love that, right? Who wouldn't love that? <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, I mean... Blazer you know, haters. Right, exactly. Gilbert Arenas, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, dude, I'm I'm so excited just to see some of these guys, you know, just grow and, you know, just to be able to see them kind of, you know, change their games and stuff like that, like, mm-hmm. over the years. I think, you know, just that's the the most exciting thing about it is we want these guys here right. and we're happy that they are here and and that they want to be here yeah of course man i mean and and like they've got good heads on their shoulders you know that's exactly that's a positive and simons is a hooper little yeah. is a hooper i and the bottom line is i just love his motor you know that's right. something that you can't teach you can teach no. you can teach nas how to shoot you can yeah. teach nas how to you know, weasel his way in for rebounds and stuff, but you cannot teach that motor. So that you know, dog. the dog exactly. Well, yeah, so, yeah. You know, as far as like superstars, I I don't know if Little will ever be a you know quote unquote superstar, but I can definitely see him maybe cracking an All Star team once yeah. or twice. The wait is almost over. A new football season is about to begin. Get ready for the NFL Week One action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I can definitely see definitely see Simons cracking an all-star team. Keon Johnson, maybe not. But yeah. then again, you know, we haven't seen enough of him. Uh, Greg Brown the third, he's got a lot of learning to do still. I'm yeah. I'm actually out of all the players on our roster, he's one of like the top five guys I'm excited to see this season because I want to see him take that next step. Like I, yeah. again, the guy has an unbelievable motor, and that mm-hmm. goes a long way with me. Mm-hmm. Like I love dudes that just get out there and get after it, play mm-hmm. after play after mm-hmm. play, mm-hmm. and they only stop when it's time to sit down. Yeah. Right. And and Greg is one of those guys, and I just I want to see him put it together plus he's he's a good kid man he is just yeah, a good yeah. dude and it's obvious his teammates love being around him he, you know the coaching staff loves to be around him everybody loves to be around this guy and i just i want to see him put it together i also want to see them 
I may be the only person saying this, but I also want to see them play him at the three. Greg Brown. Greg Brown. Yeah, I want to uh, see. Uh, I want to see them work on his lateral quickness, and I want to see him play the three because he's long, he's yeah. he's quick, right? Yeah. And again, he gets after it. And to have someone like that playing the three, that would be incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'd be that'd be amazing. You know, if we could get him in there. I mean, you you might be the only person saying that, but <laughs> well, dude. I mean, you look at it like I don't even care if he shoots a three point. For the rest of his career, yeah. If he's just locking down on defense and cutting yeah. to the basket every play, yeah. Yeah. that's good enough. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you had to put money down, who would you say makes the All Star game first? Simons, Simons, or CJ? Oh shoot! Oh, that's tough, man. Uh, right. Well, here's the thing. I, again, it, it comes down to opportunity, and I think that CJ has a better opportunity to yeah. make the All-Star game because, one, I think his team may be better, on yeah. paper anyway, than yeah. the Blazers. And he's also playing with another... Ingram, uh, yep, Williamson. Exactly. Yeah. Another couple guys that are more than likely going to make an All-Star team within yeah. the next year or two. And... Yeah. He's the guy that's going to be dishing them the rock. So I can see it happening. Whereas Simon's kind of, it's the same reason why CJ never made an all-star team here with Dame. Because mm-hmm. he's playing in Dame's shadow. Yeah, Dame is going to get all the love, right? Yeah. And the fact that he's, like Dame, Dame is an alpha guard. And Simon's and CJ were not able to be an alpha guard while Dame was on the court. And I think that's why it's going to be tough for Simons to, to make that all-star team before yeah. CJ. See, I I would, if, okay, if I had to put money down, I, I would definitely say Simons. Um, you know, like I, I hear what you're saying, but I think that CJ stats might kind of even diminish a little bit playing with Zion and playing with... Uh, uh, Ingram. Ingram, because man, Ingram is a shooter, and Ingram, man, I, I don't know if if you've seen him lately, but man, he might not have shaved in about a year, <laughs> and and we all know that. You when, talking about when, his back hair or what? Everything, <laughs> everything, and and we all know, man, when when people go in that zone of not shaving. You turn into a different animal, man. Like you turn into a beast. You turn you turn into a beast, man. Yeah, because so, you stink. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Case in point. You know what? I, I, I see what you're saying. And yeah. I, I think maybe CJ's points per game may dip a little bit, but I think all yeah. of his other stats are going to come up. But the other thing that he's got that that's a knock on him is that he doesn't really have the best defense right so yeah you know you may be right if simons can can bring in that element of defense maybe he does make it before cj i'm yeah. still gonna put my money on cj though all right so we'll you, see you heard uh, maybe, it here everybody maybe we should make a bet maybe we should make a bet right now what do you, Let's do what, it. What do you want to put on it? You want to put money? You want to put gear? What do you want to put? You want to put some like stupid, stupid thing we got to do on the show? 
man, we could do money, we could do gear, man, we could do this thing to where, you know, the loser's gotta do some push-ups at Here's the drop a, of a hat. I got you, okay. Loser has to has to eat that, has to do the hot chip challenge oh, while, while no. doing the show. That's what it is. That's fine with me. All right, all right, you gotta, you gotta do the hot chip challenge. Depending on on who, so you're taking Simons to go to an All Star game first. I'm taking CJ. I'm taking CJ, and the loser has to eat that hot chip and do the entirety of a show. In fact, I hope it's gonna be during one of our interviews. (laughs) (laughs) Simons, listen, I hate hot food. All right. (laughs) I got your back There's in no this. Way. I'm your boy. <laughs> I I love you, man. <laughs> All right. Well, if if CJ is listening to us, like he probably is, uh, just know that if I lose and I have to do this hot this damn hot chip challenge, you better be our guest that we're interviewing. That's all I'm saying. Right. And and you better take us to the winery too. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need to cool down after that. I'm going to have to wash it down with some fine vino. <laughs> All right, man. I got one more thing for you. And this is, again, a hypothetical, right? I, I've been scrolling through social media lately, and I've, I've been seeing all these start bench cut uh, memes, right? And I haven't really seen one for the Blazers. And so I just, I'm going to ask you, man. Like, I'm going to start with the center position. Who are you going to start, bench, and cut from Walton, Sabonis, and Duckworth. Man, this is this is tough, right? Because I love all those guys. I mean, yeah, dude. Like everyone on this list that I'm going to mention, all the way through all of these these positions, you're gonna love all of them. I know, I know. <laughs> and it's tough too, because it's like. I wish we could have got Sabonis earlier on, like in his oh, career, course. right? Yeah. If, if if we would have got that guy, you know, like in our early '90s with Drexler and like all these guys, man. Oh yeah, we, we'd have more banners. <laughs> Jordan might have less rings too, man. Right. Who knows? Right. Oh, uh, start bench. Okay, all right. So I'm gonna go. So I'm starting Walton. The the dude got us our our one and only championship. Yep. Nineteen seventy seven. Yep. I've, and if it weren't I, for and if it weren't for injuries, he may have gotten us more. Exactly. So I mean, I I wasn't even a thought yet. So I wasn't even <laughs> so I, I wasn't even a young tenderoni in this world yet. Like I was. <laughs> so I'm starting Walton. I'm. I hate that you did this to me. I just want you to know that. Sorry, man. I know it. I'm, I know it. I'm benching Sabonis and I'm cutting Duckworth. I can't believe that. I can't believe you went there. <laughs> I can't believe I just even said that. I man. know. I did the same thing. I would have done the same, the exact same thing. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the forward position. We got Sheed, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Mo Lucas. You go first on this one. No, I'm asking the questions here, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> all right, all I'll right. go first. I'll go first. All right, go ahead. All right, all right. So, as much as it pains me to say it, 
I'm probably starting LaMarcus Aldridge. I'm probably starting LaMarcus because the guy carried our team after Brandon went out. He carried the team by himself to the playoffs year after mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And his game, he had an all-around game. He could play D. He could shoot outside. He's mm-hmm. he's banging down low. He's getting rebounds. Mm-hmm. I got to go with LaMarcus Aldridge. And okay. if you know me, you know that pains me. Mm-hmm. Then I'm... <laughs> And then, so this is tough for me too between Sheed and Lucas because I'm a big fan of Lucas, but as a coach because I never actually got to watch him play. Yeah. Now, if you're a Blazer fan, you've seen the clips of him squaring up with uh, what's his face, right during the was it Julius? I don't know. I can't recall. Anyway, you've seen it. You know exactly what I'm talking about right there at center court. The guy was a dog, right? Yeah. And yeah. and to hear stories around town about him visiting places and you know, I in fact I just heard from my neighbor. Shout out to Cash out there. He was telling me this story about how uh, he was at some place doing business and and um, Walton comes walking in. Dude's towering over him. Holy crap. This guy's like seven feet tall this is the tallest guy I've ever seen and then a few moments later Lucas comes in and he the way he he explains it it's like he cast a shadow over the entire room wow the guy he said the guy seemed like he was as wide as he was tall wow yeah that's and why. just like to hear like crazy stories like that, and and the fact mm-hmm. that he was on that championship team with Walton, like mm-hmm. it's hard for me not to bench him and cut Sheed, but I'm actually gonna bench Sheed and cut Mo Lucas because, like you, my friend, I love me some Sheed, yeah. and I need him on the floor at some point. For me, for me, this is easy, and just from a. Uh, a petty factor. So I'm starting. <laughs> I'm starting Sheed. I'm benching Lucas, and I'm cutting LA. I don't care. I Case do. in point, I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, man. And and honestly, like, I it, it took me a a long while to think about that one. That was probably the hardest one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude. That I I completely understand. And we can move on to the small forward position. <laughs> <laughs> so we got we got uh, Batum, Scotty, Two Hottie Pippen, mm-hmm. and Jerome Kersey. So I'm starting Pippen, benching Kersey, cutting Batum. That was an easy one, right? That was mm-hmm. that was probably the easiest one on here. All right, moving yeah. on. Shooting guard, Brandon Roy, uh. Clyde Drexler, C.J. McCollum. Why do you have to do this, man? It's tough, right? <laughs> this is so tough because, like, all these guys like might have been considered pillars right. of trailblazer basketball, right? And it's right. not for like, I don't know, it's not for like a year or two years. Like, Kobe said that Roy was 
one of the best basketball players that he ever played against. There, there were was no, no flaws in his game. Ex- exactly, right? Trexler, right? Greatest trailblazer was, of all time for a very long time before right. Dame showed up. He was compared to Jordan. He was on uh, uh, Olympic teams. CJ, crazy handle, crazy offensive skill. He, you know, loves our community. You know, he has businesses and stuff like that here. He's he's still, you know, coming coming back and forth and stuff like that. I I I just want you to know that this I I hate you for, and I may never forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, okay. So I am I'm <laughs> I'm starting Roy cuz I love Roy. Benching Drexler. Bye-bye, CJ. Yeah, I struggled with this one too. <laughs> uh because like you said, even from the Black Mamba. Yeah. Brandon Roy had no flaws in his game. Yeah. Incredible, right? Like yeah. you didn't you never heard anybody talk about Drexler that way. You never yeah, heard no. anybody talk about CJ that way. No. For me, you have to start Roy. Yeah. And it's tough. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Drexler brought us to to uh, the, well, gave us the opportunity. Yeah. At at the promised land. Whereas yeah. Roy never got us there, right? Mm-hmm. But he also didn't play as long as Drexler. Exactly. So for me, it's I gotta I gotta start with my holy grail of Portland Trailblazers, <laughs> and that's Brandon Roy. I gotta start yeah. him. And then I gotta I gotta bench Drexler, man, because yeah. you can't be the greatest trailblazer of all time for you know, up until Dame gets here. And not be on the roster. So I got to bench Drexler. And Mm -hmm. CJ, I'm sorry, man. I I know I just picked you for the hot chip challenge. And (laughs) he has no faith in you, CJ. Say the word and I'll do two chips. Simon's, listen. If you don't make it. If. If this was between you, Roy, and Drexler, I would start you all day. I just want you to know that. There is absolutely, absolutely no truth in that. <laughs> all right, so we're in agreement. We're in agreement on the shooting guards. So let's yeah. let's let's move over to point guard. And we've had some pretty good point guards in Trailblazer history, but yeah, I picked three more recent, and that's obviously Dame, Terry Porter. And Damon Stoudemire. <laughs> so to me, I don't know. Like we've talked about some some tough ones, but to me, this is the toughest one. I think. Yeah. Because the reason why I cut Lamarcus was because clearly he he didn't want to be here, right? I mean, obviously he's a very talented player. Like at one point, like it was between him and Blake Griffin for being the best like power forwards in the game. Yeah. You know, he he carried our team, but I'm just a petty dude. I'm petty. <laughs> I'm petty, right? But it's like when you talk about Damian, when you talk about Porter, when you talk about Stoudemire, like these guys are entrenched entrenched like in the community yeah so obviously so obviously Stoudemire's from here so it's different mm-hmm. Porter played here and he's still here like he's yeah. still like in the community 
and, and Dame wants say no to more. be her. <laughs> say no right, more. Right, right. <laughs> and then there's Dame. <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean, I don't know. So, okay. You're never coming I, back going... on the show, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm never. I'm never. Grand opening, grand closing. I'm done. <laughs> but do it. So, I mean, with, with that being said, to me, so I think that that Dame is the best blazer in history. Mm-hmm. To me, at least. He's, you know, so I'm starting him, right? Uh-huh. I'm... Oh, I'm benching Stoudemire. No, all right, I'm benching <laughs> Stoudemire and I'm cutting Porter. Oh, really? It, all it, right. It, it pains me to say that. <laughs> so, so why do you bench Porter... Or, excuse me, why do you bench Stoudemire and cut Porter? I don't know. What made that decision? I, you just pulling straws out of it? No, and, like, I've I've, I've met Porter, too. Like, I have mm-hmm. pictures with him and stuff like that. And, and trust me, like, it, it, it pains me. But, I mean, like, when you think about, like, career to career, like, I'd probably say that Stoudemire had a better career. Like, did... Did Porter make any All Star games or anything like that? Granted, he he played he played with a really good team, and they went to like finals and and Western Conference and stuff. But did he ever make an All Star game? Did he make any like like did he win Rookie of the Year? Did he get like any first, second, or third teams? Terry Porter was a two time All Star. What about Stoudemire? I don't know. All right. Real answer. So I'm saying that just because Dame, Dame Stoudemire or S T A U D. It's S T O U. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? Oh, is it? Okay. Well, I'm glad you know how to spell Stoudemire now. Is from Portland. He is, and he, and for me, like I don't know, like I'm just a. A loyalist, and again, it's tough because Porter's still here coaching, you know, whatever else. But I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I've played against uh, Stoudemire's cousins and stuff like that, and they torched me. It wasn't even fun. But <laughs> I don't know. Like uh, I just think, you know, when you think Portland basketball, I mean, you think the Stoudemire's. Okay, and I and I think that's in- entirely fair. For yeah. me, I'm starting Dame. I'm benching Porter. And I'm cutting Stoudemire for the wow. simple fact that my first foray into Blazer fandom was that early 90s, late 80s team with Porter, Drexler, Kersey, everybody. Duck, Buck, Uncle Cliffy, Denny Ainge. Like that, I have a lot of love in my heart for that team. And so. Dame is a shoe-in for the starter. It is tough because I love Damon. I love Damon Stoudemire, man. Like I without him on that on that, you know, late nineties, early two thousands team, they don't go that far. Yeah. I mean it was a deep team, but they don't go that far. And I know he was holding back because he had to be the distributor, but I gotta go with Porter. I just I, and for the simple fact that Dude, I think I'm pretty sure Porter was a better outside shooter than Stoudemire. Yeah. I mean, 
right when I seen the the spelling of his last name, I mean, I knew he was cut. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that was a typo. I did it quickly. Thank you for calling me out on the show. I was gonna let it slide. <laughs> I'm not. I'm petty. <laughs> my bad, Damon. <laughs> my my bad. Please come on the show. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. You can drill me all you want for spelling your name wrong. Okay. And I'm gonna go ahead and screenshot this, and we're good. Okay. <laughs> well, I, hey, man. Stuff like this, the, the start bench cuts. Like, it's fun, but it's like it really makes you think about the players and what they did in their time in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, with the Blazers. Mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of one of those fun little things. And and for me, honestly, like, the forward spot was tough for me, but I think the the toughest was the two guard positions. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, we've had so many good guards here in Portland. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. many. Like, we didn't even mm-hmm. touch on, on the L train. Like, we didn't mm-hmm. touch on Lionel Hollins. Mm-hmm. He won us a chip, too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they, yeah. there were a lot of good guards and. You know, we didn't even get into bench. We should do a start. Well, I just can't do a start bench cut with bench players, but maybe we should like th- have thrown in like the six man, right? Man, like a, uh, another good one would be like start bench cut Batum, Pippen, and Gerald Wallace. Uh, I'm sorry, but Gerald's getting cut. Oh, over I, Batum? Look, I love Crash. Crash over Batum. Okay, Crash had like a, a, a like a five season span where he was incredible. Yeah. And then over Batum. Yeah, I don't know. I just I really like Batum. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> uh, look, I I can't I can't say anything bad about Batum on here because yeah. that's my wife's favorite Blazer of all time. Okay. All right. Well. Fair enough. And happy wife, happy life. Right. And, like, we could have did this with so many different players. You know, we yeah, could have did Crash. Another player is Steve Smith. I, I mean, was just going to say, what about, like, Steve Smith, Bonzi Wells, and, you know, you you name the, the next, you know, guard forward combo. Like, there's, there's so many. Like, say what you will. Excuse me. Say what you will about the Blazers. They have had some serious talent come through here. Sorry, one more. Ready? All right. Steve Smith, Bonzi Wells, and Simons. Simons? Simons is a two, right? Yeah, man. All right. Smitty, <laughs> Smitty, Bonzi, and Simons. Smitty, Bonzi, and Simons. I'm starting Smitty. Okay. I'm sorry, Ant, but I'm starting Smitty and I'm benching Bonzi. Wow. Dude, here's the thing. We haven't, we haven't seen it. No, I'm not a hater. We just haven't <laughs> seen. We haven't seen Simon's full potential. And if we're going off of what we've already seen, I can't put him ab- uh, above Bonzi. I can't. Mm-hmm. I sure I as hell I'm not putting hope. him a- against up above Smitty. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, for me, I would definitely start. Smitty. I mean that that dude has a move named after him. <laughs> the Smitty. I mean, people that can't jump, people that can't run, everybody's doing the Smitty. It's <laughs> amazing. I, I I can do that move till this day. It's great. And um, 
man, so I'm so I'm definitely starting Smitty. I mean, his 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 game was amazing. You know, he could shoot the three. He had the mid range. Mm-hmm. He, he could post up. He mm-hmm. was smooth with it too, right? It was. And then um, I am benching Ant because because one, you really want to win that hot chip challenge. Well, that and, and I I really want to see you eat the chip. Right. I, I am I am so excited for that. But yeah, but I mean I I love Bonzi too. Uh, you know, I loved I loved watching him play. You know, when we got him, you know, from Ball State, you know, and seeing him step in and mm-hmm. you know having like a really good uh, post moves and mid range and stuff like that. Like that was amazing, man. You yeah. know, but for me. I, I, I'm about the chips, all right? I got you. I got you. I also like big guards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Big fan of big guards. Guards that can play the three as well if they need to. Somebody yeah. that's interchangeable. And that's that's part of the, of my reasoning as to going with those two guys. But that's still not easy, man. You, I love I love Ant, but I can't yeah. I can't put him above those two guys. So the the next time that we have a guest, we <laughs> have to ask them this because these are tough, man. They are tough. These are tough. I mean, for me, I'd, I'd like to see what Eric says about the uh, start bench cut. Yeah, we'll have Batum, to ask him. Pippen and Kersey. I'm bringing or... this. I'm bringing this back up when I'm doing the. Well, when you're doing the hot chip challenge with with Ant. <laughs> All right, we'll see. <laughs> well, come on, Ant, let's go. <laughs> well, Gary, man, I appreciate you being on the show. Big shout out to you, my co-host for tonight, Gary Hassan. Big shout out to you, man. Hey, thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Uh, shout out to the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you, our listeners, Twitter followers, and Bucket Busters. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter at Busted Bucket with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. Don't forget to rate, follow, subscribe, and leave a review if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>